All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. Hey guys, what we have here is an unplanned discussion that kind of turned into a pseudo podcast uh, that happened during tonight's stream where we were playing the Rip It game that Mont made. Uh, but we got into some discussions about our thoughts on the 100 Thieves Country Club apparel drop and all the problems we saw with how that was executed. Um, the Apex Legend LAN uh, and how our boys did there as well as Jordan's thoughts on that overall and talked about the Valorant teams run through the open qualifiers and um, the progress we're seeing there. So we just figured we'd turn it into a podcast. So we're, just know there was no format for this, no plan, no rundown. We just sort of two best friends talking. So thank you for being here with your dads, and we hope you enjoy. So uh, do you want to talk about Valorant or the apparel first? Um, let's do apparel. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Sure. All right. <clears throat> so the apparel collection in and of itself, uh, I thought was pretty interesting. I actually really like the idea of just doing something kind of like that. It's like, okay, golf, why not? Let's do a golf collection. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is pretty niche. Like there are some people who have a lot of money who are fans of 100 Thieves or friends of 100 Thieves. There's a small amount of people who will probably genuinely use that stuff for its purpose and that's on the, cool on the links but it's still just an awesome thing to have to exist in a way you know you know how hundred thieves obviously takes some cues from supreme and has for a long time you know it's like some of the random objects that they would like the no camping flashlight right which i have used camping by the way so i've used it for its intended purpose there you um <clears throat> it's like it's like supreme supreme who is dropping an airstream this year remember yeah. And That's what was wild. the other thing I sent you? It was an Airstream and oh, macaroni uh, and cheese. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Supreme box. collabed with Kraft on macaroni and cheese. So 100 Thieves kind of does some things like that. And having a golf collection almost feels like that in a way where it's like, oh, okay, golf products and 100 Thieves, cool. Nadeshot likes yeah. golf. I think that's the, the <laughs> gist of it. So <clears throat> I think that that's novel and fun and I like it. Um, I thought design wise, uh, some, it was, it was all pretty fairly standard. Um, there was some kind of like designy stuff going on with the t-shirts that ape the masters branding, which yeah. is okay, but it's not really my thing. Like I passed on that cause I don't know. I, I don't always like the imitation you mean of like other hundred with the flag. No. Cause that was that as far as I know, that's unique, but the, the like California, the yellow California oh, with the yeah, whole, yeah. you know, that's the masters logo essentially repurposed. Um, I like, I don't tend to like stuff that imitates other stuff, like as a, you know, as a, just as general, what is the word I'm looking for? It's like a point of novelty or whatever. But so I passed on that. I actually, I did get the white pocket tee that has the embroidered multicolor hundred with the flag. I thought that was really cool. Actually. I did too. Yeah. I thought that was a, a really neat kind of reimagining of the, the yeah. hundred. Yeah. And I thought that um, the polos, I was surprised that so many people wanted the polos. And here's why. And this might make some people unhappy. Those polos should not be worn in most contexts that you think you want to wear a polo for. 
<laughs> why? Why? <clears throat> they so those kind of like performance stretchy fabric polos, right? <clears throat> wear them while you're golfing, cool. If you wear them elsewhere, it's like you're a car salesman who just got off work. Right? <laughs> so in most contexts, it's like you truly have to be outdoors doing something and still be in a context where it like makes sense to have a collar on your shirt. <laughs> so yeah. and or, or Biddy, yeah, Biddy brings up her husband who is a um uh physical therapist, right? And so go. if he's gonna be like that's massaging people and so yeah, yeah, like that kind of stuff, like it that makes sense. <clears throat> so that's cool. Um but most people it's like wear a PK polo or something or wear a jersey polo or something like that. But don't wear the sports fabric. But they sold like crazy. They sold out in like two minutes. Yeah. I bought like both of them, by the way. <clears throat> um, and we'll talk we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but I bought both of them. And I will probably only wear them to like my kids' soccer games and soccer practices. Other than that, if I wear if I wear a polo, I have like a Sunspell Riviera polo. That's the way to go. If you can buy one polo in the world, that's the polo to buy. Um, <clears throat> so other than that, yeah, I'm good. But I thought it was cool. I was just surprised at how insanely popular they were. So I, I, a lot of people I think are going to be wearing them out of context. Um, the NRX were very plain but fine. Uh, the yellow color was cool. It's a cool color. Uh, it's not my color, but it's a cool color. Uh, what else? The towels. $40 for the towels. Okay. I know we're 100 Thieves. I know we appreciate stuff that's a little upper level. I know that they are grommeted towels. But $40 for a single towel. I was fully planning on buying them, but I thought they would cost half of that. So I actually didn't. I didn't get either towel. What's was the market bumped. on a golf towel? I honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Let me look up a Nike idea. golf towel yeah, yeah. really quick. And I'll tell you how much it costs. $20. Mm. So, and some of them are a little more like they have some with print and like performance fabric that are like, it looks like $30. So maybe it's not that marked up <laughs> We're we are talking about golf here. So everything's marked up. Um, BC says, I bought that as a beach towel. Good idea. LOL BC. Nice joke. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, that, the metal on that towel really help a braid well, your skin. Yeah. And it will cover all of, you can wear it as a loincloth maybe. Um, uh, <clears throat> but I, so I was a little disappointed in that having purchased many overpriced Thunder thieves items. I, that I had to draw a line there. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and for some weird reason, I still wanted the ball marker, even though I never play golf, but I didn't buy it. I've somehow resisted it. I don't know why, but I like, I feel the urge to say, or to, to buy those things where they're just weird. Like I bought the air freshener in the grand prix thing. Why? Yeah. I can't explain it. <laughs> um, it's not hanging in your car. It's not. No, it's on a, it's in a, a little storage thing right there on my, <laughs> the back of my door. Um, you, so your thoughts on the collection overall, and then we can talk about the buying experience. Yeah, I think the um, <clears throat> it's a I agree with you, cool idea. I think the you know the the um, parameters of golf clothing, I think actually lend itself pretty well to people who are on the more like understated uh, line of hundred T clothing. So like foundations, yeah. fans, like numbers collection. You know, it, you just can't be as loud on the golf course. It's not appropriate. So 
Um, but that was, you know, it's a really cool way to kind of explore that space more. And obviously in a way that is right in line with Nade's interests and passions. And I think that they, I was excited to see some different like formats, like the, what's that collar? What's the name of the shirt with the, the higher collar? The mock neck. The neck? Is it, is, was it a mock neck straight up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like that kind of thing is cool to see. It's just like a different article of clothing. That's not a hoodie. It's not, you know, just something they've already done a hundred times. So I always like to stuff like that. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Like, you know, I, I, I can see what coming. And then I, there were these little design flourishes that throughout that I thought were pretty cool. And that I was glad to see. It was weird to have a hoodie. Um, having the hoodie in there felt like we're a hoodie org. So we got to have a hoodie. Obligatory. The obligatory, obligatory hoodie. hoodie. And it didn't sell that fast relative to the other things, which I thought was interesting because I thought it would. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't buy it. I actually thought the design was okay on the hoodie, but I just, I had no interest in it and it doesn't seem to really fit in the collection. So whatever. Uh, the graph says the hoodie is still not sold out. That's crazy. Actually. Um, one second, let me look up what is still in stock here. So the hoodie is available in small and medium. Still the jacket is available in small, medium and large for Navy. And if you like the yellow, it's available in medium, large XL two X and three X. The cr blue crew neck is available in small and medium. And that's all that's left. So the green sold out, the ball marker sold out, the white tee sold out, the green tee sold out, both towels, both polos, the hats, and that's the run of the thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, you you didn't buy anything, mm -mm. so you mm -hmm. may not have been through the same experience as we all have. Leading up to it, it was, and actually... We talked about this endlessly in our Discord, but um, we're going to talk about it here. The wording on the announcement hmm. called the Country Cub Collection, quote, a new addition to our always hyphen on, so always on, line of apparel. We wanted to offer fans of both Hunter Thieves and Golf a brand new way to blend their interests. So how do you interpret that statement? Uh, not as they were intending. It, no matter what. Well, the just just is. just throw that throw out <laughs> what the answer is. How do you interpret that statement? I look at it as <clears throat> always hyphen on means you can always wear it. It can always be on your body, and line is you know a group of clothing. Now that's not how I interpreted it the first time I read it, but on much closer examination, which I don't typically do for a tweet about an apparel drop. That's the point that I eventually came to. Okay. Calling it always on means like you, you can wear this anytime. So I'll, I'll interpret it. Uh, uh, what I think is a little more standard interpretation, okay. <laughs> which is that it sounded like it was always available to be purchased. Kind of like yes. foundation. Sure. Right. I, I fully understand how people can <laughs> and, see that as the, and Nade shot, I, from what I understand, I didn't actually see the clip, but from what I understand, he, he said basically that, that it would, it was going to be like a, kind of like foundations where things would be available. Sounds good, right? Um, unfortunately, <laughs> what uh, ended up happening, sorry, I'm tweaking your camera a bit. <clears throat> what ended up happening was that someone asked in Reddit, they were like a little confused, right? 
and asked if, let's see, the, someone said, is this a one-time drop or will it be restocked? I don't see it in the post, but I could have missed it. And Jasmine, who is the apparel ops person said, this collection will not be restocked. Very clear. So when that, when that came out, I was just like, oh, it's a drop. Yeah, that's what that means. Okay, that's yep. a drop. So why aren't we calling it a drop? But okay. And then people just kept asking that same question. Like, is this a drop or is it, you know? <laughs> we'll and, ask it this way. And uh, eventually, Jasmine answered with another phrase that she, she posted several times, both on Twitter and Reddit. I'll read it to you. So, uh, so someone else on the same day said the official apparel Instagram says, quote, this collection will be always on like foundations. They said that four hours ago, it's been really confusing as to whether this will restock or not. And then Jasmine answered golf will be quote, all dash ways. So not like always, but all dash ways. I don't know how to, what that means in the same way foundations is it will be ever evolving and we won't always have the same pieces in stock. Right. So, uh, I think the idea there was golf is going to be a, a line of hundred thieves apparel and it will have different pieces in it. And this first set will not be restocked. And then there will be other items that come in at a later time. So it's almost like there's hundred thieves apparel and there's hundred thieves golf apparel. Right. Right. And there will be drops for each. And that's kind of, I think where we landed with it. I don't know why they didn't just issue a correction and just say, apologies for the confusion. This is a drop. The line the golf will be a category of apparel for us going forward, but this, these items will not be restocked. They didn't come out and say that. And, and that needed to be done. So, um, I think this was just a mistake. I think, I, my theory on what happened is that somebody along the way, maybe like the social media person or whoever just kind of flubbed up the wording and that led to a little bit of confusion and the people in the know rather than make a correction go through kind of tried to back up that person and spin the words to fit what was actually happening. And it resulted in much more confusion, which was not good. And so what you should have done in my opinion is issue a correction and just say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was a drop. And and from the official account, because Jasmine, you know, Jasmine did clear it up in a very confusing way, the w- the way she worded it um, eventually with that all dash ways. Like, yeah. I that was really weird. And she put it in quotation marks. I don't know. Um, I even, I was even theorizing with Crip as like, maybe that's a, that's an internal term that they have yeah. right. to categorize things. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's not a term I'm familiar with. Yeah, that, that, so that a correction should have been issued from the Hundred Thieves social media accounts. Yeah, and that didn't happen, unfortunately. So there was a lot of confusion still on this. I tweeted out, "If you see something you like here, you need to buy it now because you're gonna miss it." Right. And I underestimated how fast everything <laughs> would sell out. So yeah, and like BC, a lot of these items went as fast as anything does. Yeah, yeah, as anything ever has, really. Um, BZ said, this feels like something I would do to troll people. And I agree with that. This feels like a word (laughs) troll that BC would do in our discord or something. Um, so 
So no, you know, unfortunately there was a lot of confusion out there. I myself, I wasn't confused about it because, you know, I read all the comments and I actually talked with Jasmine. So I, I was like, okay, cool. This is nothing's being restocked. So I got to grab what I want. Then I went to the, to buy it. So at two, like I always do, you know, I was right there. I was waiting and, uh, <clears throat> I added the white t-shirt to my cart and then I added the black polo to my cart and then I went to add the green polo to my cart and I could not and I was clicking the add to cart button and it wasn't going and I was like what on earth is this so I cleared out my cart and I did it again Mm. and I could not get the second polo in the account in in the cart so I was like well let me just place the order um I'll see if I can get it in after this but I don't want to lose anything so I placed the order then I went back and I was able to add the, the green one to my cart. So I was like, cool. And I placed a second order with just that item in there because the towels were too expensive. And uh, so then I was like, okay, I don't know what happened there. So I sent an email to support like right away. And I was like, hey, I don't know why, but I couldn't add this second polo to my cart. Um, but here are my two order numbers. Could you please combine them? you know, and so I don't have to pay separate shipping or whatever for them. And to their credit, I got a response very quick. Um, it was, I can tell you, in fact, no. how quick it was. You don't want to know? Uh, no, that was the response. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I sent the email at 2.03 and at 2.31, I got a response. That's very fast turnaround, even, you know, all things considered. And they said, uh, unfortunately, our system does not allow us to merge or combine separate orders. If you would like, you may place a new order with all of your desired items if they are still in stock and we can cancel your current orders. However, we cannot guarantee that all items will be stock will be in stock at the time of reorder. Please confirm whether you'd like us to cancel your orders. And if so, provide all relevant order numbers to be canceled. So that was sent to me at 231. The polo sold out at 202. Mm. So obviously that was impossible. Yeah. So I sent an email I was like, no, just leave them as is. So they did not uh, c- combine my order, which apparently in their system they can't, but they also did not refund my second shipping, which I think is, I think is bad customer service. Agreed. So is good customer service for them to respond so quickly and so yeah. easily and personally or whatever. So kudos to them for that. But the policy or whatever decision was was made is a bad one. And, you know, I am guessing that I am not unique in placing multiple orders because, look, let's just say it like it is. That was a mistake. There is supposed to be a two-item limit per SKU, right? Right. Meaning you can only order two of one item. That is not supposed to be two items in your cart. And right. if you've ever done, like, a, like if you've ever done e-commerce software, it's very easy when you're setting the rules to like confuse those two things. I am very sure that that was just a simple mistake by them in the setup. Yeah. In which case it is your responsibility to handle it and to cover the extra shipping that was charged to your customers and make their things right. They did not do that. Um, I get on one side, if the items aren't in stock and it's like, Oh, I can't give, I can't, send you the thing that you missed out on ordering, which happened to a lot of people, by the way, I got a lot of messages 
and and responses to tweets that like everybody ran into this two item limit and and a lot of people tried to play second orders and were not able to because it right. sold out it so gone. quick. Yep. So you've got people who because of uh, an error on Hunter Thieves side for how they set up the carts like people missed out on items that they should have been able to get. They were there in time, you know, placing orders within 60 seconds and they didn't yep. get them. So that is bad. And there has been no acknowledgement of this anywhere. I haven't seen anything on Reddit. If you guys have seen stuff on Reddit, like an official response to that, um, please let me know. But I like, I'm surprised they're getting away with this basically. And I will defend hundred thieves all the time. I, for one thing, I think the drops have been really smooth for like yeah. a long time. Like it's like at least a full year drops have been very smooth. You can get what you want and no errors. Uh, speed is good. You're not sitting there waiting to check out forever. You know, stuff like that. It's been great until this one. Right. And that's fine because the mistakes are going to happen, but you have to like step up and make it right. And no one has said anything about this from their side. And it appears that no one's really challenged them on social media or anything like that to, to force a response. Um, you know, I'm not in the business of doing that because <laughs> I'm just not that like caring about it, but it is wrong. You know, it's wrong. Like they messed up and the customer service was bad, unfortunately. Um, and that doesn't mean like the, the person answering my email. It's like, you right. know, Whoever is ultimately responsible for those policies and those decisions, they got it wrong, you know? Mm. So that's very disappointing to me. Fortunately, I was like, well, let me just place second order super quick. Shout out shop pay. If you're not using shop pay on the drops, you are trolling. Shop pay is so much faster than anything else. Use yeah. shop pay every time. Um, people always, always ask me how I'm able to get literally anything I want on these drops. Use shop pay. Um, but I, you know, this is bad and they're getting away with it. And I kind of don't like that, but again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put up a stink because like, it's just not really worth it. But I, I do feel like they should know and should acknowledge that. And that was something you didn't have to live through because <laughs> you, you missed it. But yeah. it was a lot of people, man. A lot of people were having problems. A lot of people were upset. The items sold out way faster than stuff is normally sold out. I, if I had to guess, I would think that they didn't order a large amount of stock because they're like, yeah, it's golf. It's going to be a lot of like stuff that maybe people just aren't interested in. But they mm -hmm. underestimated it, and it flew. It freaking flew. Um, from what I understand, there was a brief restock period, you know, when like orders are canceled from bots or duplicates or yeah. whatever. Um, so I, in fact, Holly said she logged on like 30 minutes late and was still able to get what she wanted um, because she caught a restock at the right time. So it's not like a total loss, but yeah, it felt a little bit like a callback to the early days where it was more wild west about how to get these drops. Right. <laughs> um, right. Which is really for me. Okay. It worked out my, my, the damage to me in the end is $10 of shipping. No big deal. But lots of other people didn't get items, you know, yep. and it's just so you have two separate mistakes that both happen on the same drop. I don't think they fed one another, right? Like, yeah. it's not like one exacerbated the other, just two separate mistakes. There are going to be people who thought it was going to be available later and weren't able to get anything. 
I'm sorry. If they communicated more clearly, that wouldn't happen to you. And then the two item limit screwed a ton of people and just nothing will be done about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? You can't, Yeah. you know, because your stock's gone. So, well, what you do is you refund shipping for people who duplicated orders oh, to get around it. Orders, though, and yeah. then you issue an apology. One of the things that, um, that may not be so obvious to people if you've never worked on like the selling side of stuff is that, uh, with, with these, it's not like, it's not like they've got a shop like in house where they can just make another batch real quick and sell them to you. Most of these items, like you have to order them with very significant lead time. So, and and it's not like a matter of like, they can simply just make more and to make it right. You know? Okay. Like, we're sorry about how that went. You know, this upcoming Saturday, we're going to do another drop. It's like they could potentially do that on a pre-order basis, but that feels bad and everybody knows it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's not a matter of like, well, they can just make it right by, by releasing more stock. It takes a lot of time and effort to do that in an unreasonable way. So, you know, that's unfortunately kind of the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on the drop? Nope. The, the, I guess all one person said that they'd, they had to put through like four orders. I got hit shipping four times. Like, Ooh, that's rough. That's rough. And, and honestly, if you place that many orders, you may get flagged in their system for cancellations too. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to be careful <laughs> yeah. that, that has happened to people in our discord, by the way, mm-hmm. people have had orders canceled because they placed many. Um, wow. But, uh, okay. Valorant. Valorant. Do you, where do you, do you want to just share some quick general thoughts before we hop off? Sure. Um, Apex too. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. I would share. Let me share a couple quick Apex. So I am, I feel like the, the Apex um, trend line is very interesting to me. Like there was a period of time where Apex was super hot. It got really hot again. Everyone was playing it. All the top streamers were on it. It was just kind of like what everybody was, was focused on. And I think that's when we picked up our team, our second team. Yeah. And then I feel like it. everybody moved on pretty quickly. Um, but this, it just, you know, I think there are a couple of things going on this weekend. Big, big event. Um, you know, a LAN event. I think it was the first LAN they'd had in a long time. So mm-hmm. that's probably part of it. But it's just super, super fun to watch. Uh, I've not watched much Apex. And the... Um, um, I'm catching up on Benindrum's comments too. Yeah, the there were a couple of things that I thought were really cool. One, the competitive format for the game is just really nice. It's the only battle royale I feel like they have that is not a kill race. And I think kill race is one of the most unentertaining ways to do a competitive version of a BR. Um, so this is like there's a full lobby of the best players in the world all playing and trying to win the same circle like that just in itself is such a compelling format. Yeah, for sure. That's the dream. For when you talk about a BR, I remember thinking like four or five years ago when they first started getting big, I was like, that's going to be so cool. You can, you know, imagine a lobby full, a hundred of the best players in the world. And in this case, it's 60. But, you know, it, you, and you get, you just get really exciting gameplay because everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah. So I think the format is awesome. I think the LAN was a really... Like that brought another level of energy to it. Um, I I texted you about this. I think Nice Wig is a crazy entertaining person to have involved. Like he was he was there 
I, I believe just basically is like, I mean, he was on contract with them, right? So he was there, he was in studio, um, but he was on his stream, right? Like he was just doing a co-stream basically, but on site. And that dude gets so hyped and he's, <laughs> he is, he brings such a good energy to it that it was, it was awesome to watch his, um, couple thoughts though for our team specifically we got like basically zero airtime because we weren't really in like the top mix so we weren't getting a lot of the attention so like from a team specific perspective i think it's a hard one because if your team is not like in the race you're you're just not going to get yeah you'll like we would come in as like oh 100 thieves is here third partying the people we care about you know like that's <laughs> when they would start to focus on us um and then usually we get ganged up on and knocked out. And that was kind of the end of it. So it, it was honestly from a like a, an org perspective, it was very limited view time. Um, but I think that's just part of how it goes. It would be interesting to see if we had like a dedicated, if there was a dedicated stream, like maybe in the future, we could have somebody who's actually just like, like a co-stream where they're just watching our team spectating us. I don't know yeah. if that's possible for this format. And then the last thing about that is the match point format they use. Did you pick up on what that is and how it works? It, didn't you have to get to a certain score yeah. and then win a match? Yeah, such a, a crazy way to yeah. do a tournament like that. It is because it, it like every every game after a certain point, there are more and more teams who have that team wins, they get it. And so eventually, I think the the, the when they finally won, I want to say it was three. It was not many. Like they won pretty quick. Uh, Reignite did. So overall, that was my first. I feel like that was my first time really watching competitive Apex. But I can totally see how it would be something that could become more. And it was they were pulling really good numbers. Um, I think partially because there wasn't anything they were competing with. Like there's no MSI, there's no uh, no Valorant Masters or you know what anything like that going on. Um, they kind of had the the sole primetime slot. Um, yeah, and as Aston CA pointed out on Twitch chat, that there there were a lot of big orgs with new teams that joined yeah. in on this and they made you know people aware of what's going on it's a good point like a lot of people fielded teams and got in on yep. that and uh that that does obviously do a lot um i i like didn't watch any of it i got updates through discord from the people in our discord who were watching it yep. but because based on your comments with nice week and everything like i definitely made a point to like okay i'm gonna go back and watch some vods from that and yep. um kind of take it in apex is a hard one for me to follow mm -hmm. um so i'll be interested to see like how the casting helps with that but yeah. uh from what i understand respectable even though we we didn't we got 11th right so <clears throat> it was like yeah, it's it's respectable decide. enough like with battle royales it's like you know it's there's a lot of variance in where you can finish so um oh yeah i think it was respectable enough for us on the first time there's gonna be another one so uh, yep. that will be exciting as well. Yeah. Biddy Come said on, there's a super Mario Odyssey speed run at the same time. So I guess that got her attention more than watching <laughs> under these apex. Any one of those, which are run probably every few days. And speaking I of guess. super Mario, still got my little fiddle toy here. There you pod, go. So, um, the Skittles play on Twitter got me to watch. So I saw that tweeted. I didn't actually watch it. I saw someone tweet it and be like, Skittles, you're insane or whatever, or whoever it was on like optic who tweeted something about that. I don't know. But um, I was like, oh, yeah, like I got to watch that. I just got too busy and I never did. Yo, Aston, and plus, if you have a link to it, could you drop it? I, I yeah, that would be awesome. If you dump yeah. that in Twitter. Um, but also just with Valorant going on, like I was pretty dedicated yeah. to watching Valorant. You want me to talk about Valorant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, since, since you handled uh, Apex. So um, 
I went in with very low expectations. All I wanted was for us to look like we had more plans and strats than we had in our previous showing, which I think yeah. is a very low bar because of how new the team was and how the team had virtually no practice right um on the last one and it's not like they had a ton of practice going into this one either it's like a whole two weeks later or whatever um but the loser's bracket run was very interesting because you could tell that we were heating up as time went on yeah did we start this weekend in losers i can't remember i don't think we started in losers we lost Um, here, let me pull up the thing and, and you'll have to forgive me because there were so many freaking matches, yeah, yeah. um, that it was hard to keep track of everything. Uh, we lost to TSM. So that we, was part of the same, cause I remember that game. I thought that was, we, yeah, we, we lost in the, uh, I guess the, the upper bracket round of 16 to TSM got knocked down to losers where we beat moon raccoons, gen G evil geniuses, knights. And then lost a reasonably close one in TSM. In fact, we almost 2 0 them. It was so close to freaking 2 0, which would have qualified us for the next um, VCT event. It, it's really weird. I felt very weird about this because, on one hand, you could clearly see us coalescing as a team gradually. And it's like getting better. And like, like we definitely looked way better this, this tournament than in the last one, um, which was nice. At times, we looked very dominant, in fact. And we displayed, and this is a good and bad thing, but we displayed the things that you know 100T Valorant for, even though we have a virtually yeah. all-new roster, right? right. What, are, what are the identities of 100T? Uh, resilience coming back from really big deficits, which we did. In fact, I think we were down like, we were down like eight or nine rounds in a match, in a map, and came back and won the map. Um... And uh, the other thing is like insanely frustrating losses in rounds that you should win. Yeah. Yeah. Where it just seems like brains turn off for a bit. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me as an idiot who's like iron at Valorant to say that. But when you watch it happen, it's like, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> what? What are we doing? Um, and, and to lose in those ways is particularly frustrating, you know? Um, there was a, uh, a round in particular that basically could have decided the, the TSM match, I think it was, um, where there was a ninja defuse and we had, there was like, I think there's smoke on top of the spike and we had it locked up. They had to force the defuse. Uh, first person goes down to defuse and is killed like immediately. Second person goes down and is killed. And then the third person gets on from the side. Okay. And you can hear it. So, you know, they're there. And they fire a few shots and then like nothing. They just don't kill them. They don't. It doesn't seem like they're searching enough, you know, through the, through the spray. And it just, they just get ninja. Cause one of the, one of the people got a half diffuse in. Yeah. And it's like rounds like that where it's like, we should not have lost that round. You remember, it, it's just like the, um, the steel play in Iceland yeah. where, he he, Odin through the wall, you know, and put his yeah. hand up and whatever. And we, hey, guess what? We lost the round. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that, where it's just so frustrating to lose in those ways. Um, we also lost so many eco rounds for them. Like mm. they're on an eco, they get a thrifty, yeah. and like 
lose maybe one person along the way. It's like this should not happen, man. Yeah, got it. It's like missing your free throws, right? It's like you got to hit those. Yeah, it's it was crazy. Um, it just felt like yeah, there's no way we can lose that many. Like we get thrifty so many times. Yeah. Uh. So, so on one hand, very nice because we are clearly getting better. Uh, mm. I thought Will in particular looked very good. Mm. I was like, Will made so many plays. I was like, wow, he's great. Like, I really yeah. like how he's playing. Um, and then just some of the old habits that you wish you could kick, you know, that are coming back. I mean, we won a lot of pistol rounds. I will say that. Yeah, and This is surely yeah. different than years past. We never uh, want pistol rounds. Yeah. But so it's like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be I fine. Think, but now we uh, have to, we have to run through another 128 team event and try and qualify, <laughs> you know, and who's to say we won't meet up with, you know, whoever didn't qualify from this last one of the big teams. Like if we, if we run into Sentinels yeah. and we get bounced, you know, like who's to say that won't happen. So it was just like, we were so close. We were so freaking close to like having the pressure off and a lot of time to build. And now it's like, we got to play backs against the wall basically for a while just to qualify. And yeah. Wasn't seven. How long was seven? Wasn't he on our squad? Mm -hmm. I'm remembering that right. He was was mostly as a sub on our squad. He, he was like a sub and then he came in for like one or two maps or one or two matches and then was bounced. And he, I feel like he ended up top fragging in the the second TSM match. If, if, if at least at some point, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about up. that. I didn't, I didn't see. Um, by the way, it's Sentinels is our last match in the upper bracket of Open Calls too. If we go all the way, so there you go. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean they they Assuming looked bad, so maybe yeah, you know maybe yeah. it's not going to be yeah. an issue. Ice box. Yeah, that, that might have been the one that I saw, but you know it's like. Every, every time you see that, it's like, ooh. Now, I understand that was a different staff entirely who let him go. But it's like, oh, we had him. We had him on our... It feels bad. <laughs> yeah, he top fragged on Icebox. Overall, he was third. So ACS was 210. He went 53, 44, and 17 on the map with a plus nine overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, 74% kill assist percentage. So he had a very solid, you know, very solid performance. But... I just felt like we should have won. Yeah. And Sounds if like we it. had a little more composure and planning, we probably would have. And that's, that's okay because we will have yeah. that with time. Right. Um, Those things come. Yep. But so it's, it's a little bit of old, a little bit of new and the same old frustrations and heart attacks and whatever. It is nice to go on a long run though. Like, just yeah. winning all those matches in a row on losers bracket, like you get momentum behind you, you get people excited about it. Even if it's a losers bracket run, you know, you you just get uh, a lot of positive energy. And it's like taking down Gen G, who has uh, who's on Gen G from them? Um, JC Stanny, right? JC mm-hmm. Stanny's on Gen G, so we had you know we had to answer that and and take him down along the way. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought there was one other former player other than TSM that we ran into, but maybe I'm tripping. Oh, your boy Dre in the first round mm. from a long time ago. <laughs> we also had an encounter. So yeah. I think Valorant will be all right, but I, to me, it's like not soon that we'll be in top contention. Um, yeah. I mean, and I don't know what the ceiling is, but it's like, right. it, it's hard to feel like this season will 
be in contention as a contender. It's hard to feel that way. Um, who knows? Maybe Sean and DDK are like geniuses. I like them regardless. I like those guys. I'm glad that there are hires, but uh, yeah, it's just hard to say if we're really going to be in contention with this team, which is very young and unproven. And yeah, I don't know. It may be a next year thing, but it's like who, who knows how happy the org will be like, you know, if, if we go through a full season and we don't really do anything. So here's something to think about competitive format changes. Right, I think it's going to mm. be you. You become a partnered organization, if that's what they're calling it, or I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I think they said partnered. Yep. So, I mean that that gives you some stability, where it's like, look, it's not all win now, you know, it's not all get through the the gauntlet. Um, I think that lends itself a little bit more to having stability and being, you know, um, a little bit more future minded. Yeah. So that, that might be because I agree. It's still super early. Like the, the, you know, they played a ton of matches through this, but that's by far the most we've seen of the team. Mm -hmm. So you have to expect that they're going to continue to improve and make significant, significant improvements. Like that's, that's the arc of a team like this. Yeah. Um, the question will be how long can they keep it together? And the other question will be how high is the ceiling? So, yeah. I mean, we're, we're with an org that's made it, very high number of changes in a short period of time too. So it's like, who's to say they'll be okay just waiting this time. I'm yeah. guessing because it's new management, like they'll, they'll be on the more patient side. Um, especially with, you've got to assume not a lot of high payroll, um, at the moment, yeah. but you know what? Nade shot loves Valorant. And we know that hundred thieves really wants to win despite what anyone else has said in the past, they really want to win and they'll spend to win. So, yep. It's for me, it's like hard to envision them letting this roster go a full year if they don't accomplish anything significant and even less so to run it back for the following season. So right. we'll have to see if you, if you get into big free agent windows and you have people who are enticing, right? Like that's, that's going to be, yeah. that'll, that'll shake things up across the league. Yeah. If there's a league. All right. Well, uh, you want to wrap up here then? In that sure. Case? All right, cool. So thanks. This is a, this is a all over the place night from us, but, um, I had a lot of fun. Thanks yeah. especially to Mont, uh, for putting together the rip it game for us. We actually didn't play his other game. We thought we were going to probably play his other game. The, sh uh, was it called shoot him or shoot guy, shoot guy, shoot man, shoot man, shoot man. uh, which Mont, you can link to that as well. Uh, another cool game I think was part of a college project. He said it's super buggy. All right. Well up to you. Uh, I downloaded <laughs> it. So cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you for putting that together, Mont. And thank you, Jordan, for getting crushed in the true rip it rumble and bringing to us the promise of a Huni VOD squad, which will mm. be just amazing to watch. going to be the best. That's <laughs> Exciting. Um, so we'll go ahead and say goodbye to you guys now. Uh, no rec league this week, but there will be another stream to watch. Uh, so we'll announce more probably tomorrow, I guess. No, we'll wait probably a day. It'll probably be Wednesday. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there'll be something to watch on Thursday, just not on the hundred talk channel. So, uh, we'll let you guys know that as we get closer to it. And in the meantime, we love you and we miss you already. Take care. Wow.